Here's the thing. Saving money with Geico is almost better than playing pickup basketball. Because there's always that guy who joins your game. He never passes the rock, he constantly bricks threes, and he'll completely hack you and then put his hands up and say, no foul, no foul. With GEICO, it's easy to switch and save on car insurance. No need to fake an ankle sprain because you're absolutely exhausted. So switch and save with GEICO. It's almost better than sports. Tulum Bay. Tulum Bay is weak. We need to rebuild. The epic fiction podcast Tulum Bay returns. Have we met before? Oh, yes, General. You have no choice. It has to be done. In the name of God, what have you done? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Movie Crush, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey everybody! Welcome to Mini Crush uh, Special Friday Sick Edition. It's been a while since we <laughs> Mini Crushed together in this room. Who sang that dumb song? It was uh, Creed. No, Stained. I don't know. It was one of them. Train. All I, those bands. I think were the it same, was. I think, I think right? it was Stained. I don't even know Stained. Who would name a band Stained, for God's St- sake? And it was spelled like S-T-A-I-N-D. Oh, God. Was there a little apostrophe? It was a stylized spelling. <laughs> I remember they were a Limp Biscuit discovery, and they had some Christian undertones. Not that I'm dogging them for that. i just pointing it out. Interesting. Uh, so do you know the deal? Did you get those emails this morning? You know what we're doing here? What? Emails? No. Uh, so I'm sick. Oh, yeah, but we, so I was confused because I'm like, you're sick, but you're going to expose me to your sickness, but not Pam? Yes. Okay. No, Pam was, I was supposed to record. Here's the deal, everyone, is I fell ill over the weekend. I don't know what the fuck has torn through my body and all, but uh, I, I don't know. I've never been sick quite like this. Sounds visceral, Chuck. I have a lump on my head. Oh. I've got uh, chills. Oh. A cough. Oh. And overnight, st- stuff started coming out the back end. Oh. So it's it's not pleasant. Now, is the lump possibly unrelated? Did you maybe take a tumble because of you know, no. the other ailments and then you got a bump? No, no, no. It uh, came out of nowhere, It huh? could be a lymph node uh, from my Google research. Got it, got it. <laughs> yeah, WebMD. Puffing up. But uh, so here's the deal. I was supposed to record with um, our in-house graphic designer, Pam Peacock. Uh, we're doing Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Pam is great as I'm sure you will attest. And uh, that was going to be this afternoon, but I have a doctor's appointment now, so I'm pushing that, which means I have no episode for Friday, which means we are going to do this now, a special mini crush on Friday, Noel. Nice. And then the second one we record today, which I will still be sick in 40 minutes, Uh uh, will be released on Monday. Are you around next week? I'm around next week. Okay. Um, I am not in Monday, but I'm in the rest of the week. Yeah. Okay. So we'll get back on track. Love it. 
Um, and then I go to Max FunCon next week, and I'm doing another Friendly Fire episode oh, with those guys. Awesome. Uh, I'm not at 100 percent either, Chuck. Uh, over the the long weekend, nobody cares, Noel. <laughs> I'm not at 100 percent either, Chuck. Over the uh, long, yeah, what happened? I took a spill on one of those stupid bird scooters. Uh, you rode one of those? Uh huh. <laughs> yep. And I, uh, I I had the choice of either hitting a pedestrian, uh, a telephone pole, or uh-huh. bailing the fuck out. And I made the noble call. And I sacrificed my. Uh, and you hit a pedestrian. No, no, that, yeah, no. Um, so you bailed. I bailed hard. What I, were you going too fast? What was the deal? So I Paint just a wasn't. For me. I wasn't really used to these things, and I wasn't used to how slow the brakes work. Okay, it's sort of more like breaking a train. Okay, where it takes about five minutes for it to really get you slowed down. You know, uh-huh. and it just the speed of the scooter and my need to stop were not in sync so i just <laughs> hopped off the scooter but i was going too fast for my own feet to catch up so i just tumbled forward like a commando and then in an effort to not look like a total barnacle i just stood right back up and hopped to my feet and didn't assess my injuries and got right back on the scooter and kept going oh i thought the scooter was like in jacksonville florida right now or nope. something it just kept going nope nope i dropped i jumped back on and Realized that I've sprained my wrist and, and elbow pretty bad, but wow. it's, it's, it's been getting better over the, the days since the incident, <laughs> as I like to refer to it, the incident. Oh, we are a mess. Yeah. So here's what we're going to do this week, everyone, and thank you for all the, for all the, thanks in advance for the understanding on all the weirdness going on here with the schedule. But people love the mini crushes. They might be like, dude, just do these twice a week. Forget the guests. I mean, I like doing them, Chuck. I like doing them. I like listening to them, actually. I, I, we do them so quickly, and a lot of time sometimes goes by before they come out, and when I listen to them, I kind of forget what we talked about. Yeah, and same. it's like I'm listening to two charming, portly gentlemen discussing <laughs> things of which I have no recollection, and it's a lot of fun. Oh, speak for yourself, sir. I'm no gentleman. That's fair. Um, all right, so this is Sick Edition. Oh, wow. We, we have a theme going here. So we're going to start, though, quickly with Corrections Corner. Because these are stacking up a little bit. Uh, and I don't want to do them in the next episode, so I'm going to knock off a few here. Uh, Jason Devonshire. I feel like he's an old pal. Um, which, by the way, that's, that's a whole thing now. Old friend, old pal. The old pal distinction? Yeah. So... Is one better than the other? Is there like a, a no, no, no. hierarchy? They're both, they're both the same, but if you get old pal, old friend, that just means I recognize you and have interacted with you a bunch. Uh, and if I don't, that means it may be the first time or I just don't uh, recall your name and I apologize. Okay, well. But I feel it, Devonshire, he's an old friend. It's something to strive for. <laughs> Episode number 67, Noel mentions the movie Burke and Willis. It's actually called Burke and Wills. I mentioned that. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> he said it stars Jack Thompson with a massive beard, even bigger than Chuck's. It's about an early Australian at- outback explorers that perished. Is that the one with the dingo ate my baby? Oh, perhaps. Maybe. I don't know. I, I just, I, I literally have no knowledge of what that is at all. So the only <laughs> reason I would have mentioned it is if I was looking up some trope or some line and then came up with that and then I mispronounced it that way. Okay. That, that's, that's my, um, that's my detective work on how that came down. All right. Michael Green. Uh, this is another one for you, Noel. Um, when you were talking about Titanic, he said you said descended to heaven. I'm sure you meant to say ascended to heaven. Or descended to hell. Unless we're talking about some midway point. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Not, not, not doing so well with the words. 
Um, Don, oh, old friend Don Lozano says, not a correction, an FYI, Billy D. Williams is who played Gail Sayers in Brian's song. That was on me. I couldn't remember. Can't believe I forgot it was Billy D. Old Billy D. Yeah, old Billy D. Orlando himself. Uh, Brad Carr, Noel, I'm going to keep heaping these on you. Brad Carr says, um, Noel, sorry, dude. Billy Crystal does not play the bat creature in The NeverEnding Story. The Night Hob was played by Tilo Pruckner. You said uh, he thinks you're thinking of Miracle Max and the Princess that Bride. You will get, oh, the Princess Bride. He's right. Of course he's right. What a <laughs> dick I am today. <laughs> Although these, these things happened long ago. So Well, Noel, here. Here's your redemption. Okay, good. Thank God. Uh, our old friend Sherry Oldenburg says... Because uh, I corrected you on Monday, Monday, because you said, wasn't that Neil Diamond? And I was like, no, it was the Mamas and the Papas, dum-dum. Uh, she says Neil Diamond did do a cover version of Monday, Monday. Okay. And props to Noel for knowing this. Hey, man, wow. How about Flood that? of redemption. Feels good, Chuck. Feels good. That's right. Uh, and let me just, let's just finish up with uh, one more here. Um, a name pronunciation. Elijah Hooper says... Minor name pronunciation correction. For some reason, Carrie Elwise keeps getting mentioned, and you say Carrie Elwise. <laughs> How do you pronounce it? Elwis? You say Elwis? Elwis, yeah. So I should know as a native German speaker. A native German speaker? No. I should say as someone who took German in high school and college. I was once a young German boy, and you, I was a native German speaker. Can you tell I'm sick? I went to proper German kindergarten and everything. You went to kindergarten? I went to kindergarten, <laughs> and I had the grasp of a kindergartner's grasp of the German language. Because kindergarten is a German word, even. It means a garden of kinder, a, children, a children's garden. It's it kind of creepy. It's like the Cabbage Patch Kids. That's right. Ooh. Uh, it's pronounced, because he said on a Reddit AMA, it's actually pronounced Elvis. Like, See, that's not, that's, that's neither one of us are right. Then. Well, no, and, and, you know, when I look at it, if I, if I think about German, of course it's pronounced Elvis, but... The W would be a V sound, like the Volkswagen. Sure. Yeah. I've never heard anyone pronounce it that way, though. Mm-hmm. I imagine it's one of those things he's just lived with. Probably so. Over the years. Poor guy. Because you know who's a good guy? Carrie Elwise. Seems so. <laughs> all right, that's it for Corrections Corner, everyone. Uh, although, let me throw in one more here. Uh, Nicole Parks um, and quite a few other folks posted... Uh, remember when I was talking about they should do a Western with a bunch of lady gunslingers? Uh, there was that film from 1994 that I did not see, but I do remember called Bad Girls. It was Andy McDowell and uh, Madeline Stowe, Mary Stewart Masterson, and Drew Barrymore as the gunslingers. Huh. Totally forgot about that movie. I have a vague recollection of that. When was it? The 90s? 94. 94. Which is funny because weren't we talking about like the quick and the dead? Uh, yeah, you mentioned that. That was around that time as well. I think so. I think it was. Here's the thing. Saving money with Geico is almost better than playing pickup basketball. Because there's always that guy who joins your game. He never passes the rock, he constantly bricks threes, and he'll completely hack you and then put his hands up and say, no foul, no foul. With Geico, it's easy to switch and save on car insurance. No need to fake an ankle sprain because you're absolutely exhausted. So switch and save with Geico. It's almost better than sports. Hey, it's Ben, Henry, and Marcus, hosts of The Last Podcast on the Left. Our show's dedicated to uncovering hilariously horrifying stuff. And now we're only on Spotify. Join us. If you want. Obviously, we'd never force anyone to just blindly join us. 
That'd be crazy! But if you like stories about doomsday cults who do exactly that and more, please join us on Spotify. Visit spotify.com slash last podcast to listen free. All right, Noel, so now we're going to get going with the sick edition. Oh, wow. I had a couple couple of social studies posts on movie. Um, well, ones on movie sickness. What what movie sickness was the most believable and the hardest to watch? Um, I know it's very tropey to cough to the napkin and see the blood, but a real good movie sickness is hardcore to get through. Uh, the one that comes to mind for me that I'm just going to go with off the dome is uh, Jason Robards in Magnolia. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was a hard one. Yeah. He just sold it so well, and it was just painful to hear him speak and breathe. Yes. Hard, hard stuff. That is a good one. Do you have one that you can think of? I think of a sci-fi one, um, and I don't know if it's so much of a sickness. It really is kind of, or is a, is a mutation, but uh, with Jeff Goldblum and The Fly. Oh, yeah. As, as he kind of just becomes more and more not fly. himself and fly-like, <laughs> and uh, it's really kind of a sad progression into, like, body horror. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's tough stuff. All right, so we'll get it going here with Michael Green, uh, Deborah Winger in terms of endearment. Boy, you ain't kidding, brother. That's a tough one. Tough, tough, tough. Uh, Carrie V. McQuaid says, does what happened to the guys in The Thing count as an illness? Uh, not exactly what I was looking for, but... Well, if- they don't they have kind of flu-like symptoms before they go full chest burster? <laughs> I think so. So let's we I th- I'd say we can count that. Okay. I mean, in, in as much what, as we can count the fly that I just did. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. Uh, Steve T. Giles says, "Still Alice." I did not see that. Probably because I didn't want to get destroyed. Yeah. Um, about uh, Julian Moore, I believe, has early onset dementia. Mm. Man. No, thank you. Really going for the Oscar with that one, huh? Uh, probably so. Uh, Anthony Nor, our old pal, says John Lithgow's portrayal as an Alzheimer's patient in Rise of the Planet of the Apes was tough. Oh, yeah. He's like buddies with the monkey, right? Yeah. He's pals with like the, what is his name? Caesar? Sure. I think so. Yeah. The Andy Circus monkey. The Andy Circus monkey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, look here. Eric Miller says, uh, says Jeff Goldblum in The Fly. There you go. And currently the radiation deaths in Chernobyl. I haven't seen that yet of you. No, I heard it's crushing and good. Crushingly yeah. good. I want to check it out. I will see anything with... Uh, What's that guy's name? I know exactly who you're talking about. Jared Harris. He's great. Oh, God, he's good. The one criticism I've heard, and, and I'm interested to see where you fall on this, Chuck. The show takes place in the Ukraine. Everyone's Ukrainian, but they all have English accents in the show. Do they really? Yep. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an acting thing, though, right? Like, would you rather them be good actors or have, you know, accurate accents? Jared Harris could do fucking Ukrainian You'd accent. you think he could. It was a weird choice is all I'm saying. Right? It is a weird choice. Colonialism. No, yep. still. Still. Revisionist colonialism. Uh, Beth Lander says The Fault in Our Stars. Uh, I did not see that, but I've heard it's pretty tough. Yeah. Friend of the network, uh, John Green, used to work with Will and Mangesh at Mental Floss. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Very cool. Uh, Brian uh, Amidi says The Big Sick. For sure, that was tough. Another vote for The Fly, Noel. You were onto something there. I haven't seen that in a while. I forgot how. It's heartbreaking because yeah. you see the guy. I mean, it's all about this kind of nosedive into this horrible thing that he doesn't fully understand. And it starts off looking like positive where he's all tough and buff and can climb on the walls. And then gradually he just becomes more and more kind of like decrepit and sickly and disgusting. 
Uh, Gabriel E. Pagan says The Pandemic and Contagion. Dude, I loved that movie. What is this? Contagion, the uh, Steven Soderbergh film. Oh, wasn't that the one that was shot about like, the pandemic? On, like weirdly, was it on iPhones or something like that? Or did I make no, that up? No, no that's did, another okay, one. Okay, okay, okay. But this one is like a big kind of multi-character ensemble kind of thing. Yep, about a pandemic breaking mm-hmm. out. And, uh, oh God, it's good. The I way he, he traces it back to its origin um, in the end. It's, I don't want to spoil that it. That sounds pretty cool. It's really, really something else. Is there anyone better? He is so versatile and just so sharp. He's such a good director. So great. Good writer, yep. Uh, our old pal John Michelop says, The Sea Inside with Javier Bardem was very hard to watch. Not necessarily a sickness, but watching a person struggle with their disability, seeing the family devastated by his wishes was, wishes was gut-wrenching. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Maybe I avoid some of these. Well, they're not pleasant movies usually. You Although know? I don't like, I, I like I like stuff like the diving bell and the butterfly. I mean, not like like. That's a good. It's film. not a romp. No, it's a total romp. But um, uh, <laughs> I'm not afraid of those movies. Oh no no I don't I don't either. I, don't, I think in my older age though I I tend to not seek them out so much. Yeah. I mean, if there's a new movie that's in the theaters, everyone's screaming about, I'll I'll check it out. But like, I tend to go for comedy these days. I just like a good comedy. Yeah, for or, sure. Or a melodrama. You know? Yeah. I'm with you. Uh, Jimmy Kuykendall, our old friend, says Requiem for a Dream. All of it. The whole thing is hard to watch. It's very triggering for me. Yeah. That's, geez, man. Uh, did she win an Oscar for that? I don't know that anybody won an Oscar for that. I think it was even too man, fucked Ellen up for Burstyn. the Oscars. She's great, but God, that movie is so nihilistic. Nothing good happens to anybody in that movie. There's no redemption arc for anybody in that movie. <laughs> no. No, not at all. Not at all. All right. Uh, let's finish with one more. Our uh, One of our oldest pals, Louis Silva, says Dallas Buyers Club, Matthew McConaughey. Great movie. Hard to watch him struggle. I'm with you. Uh, all right, guys. And then we're going to do one more social studies here. Uh, I asked what is your sick movie-related ritual. And I don't mean just give me a comfort movie. I mean what do you do because mm-hmm. I need help. So I'm going to go home after this and do these things. Right on. So we're going to start off with Nicole Parks. Uh, On the couch, tons of pillows, huge water, and secondary beverage of choice, which varies depending on the illness. Bubbly is always nice. Uh, And then bubbly like champagne? No, like soda water. I would would go with like a a nice LaCroix. (laughs) Just so you know, when you say bubbly, that implies champagne. The bubbly. No, I say bubbly water. I should have said bubbly water. Would that that have been better? Sure. Uh, Then she says she just plows through, uh, I'm sorry, Apple movies. Apple movies? Yeah. I don't understand. Like iTunes movies. Oh, I got you. Did you think she meant movies about apples? Movies about apples. Or the Big Apple, perhaps? New York movies? Oh, Noel. You're the best. Told you. Not 100%, Chuck. Uh, Yeah, that wrist is really throwing off your brain work. Wrist and elbow, (laughs) sir. It's very distracting. I didn't dose up on my profen before I came in here. So I'm a little split. A little off. All right. Uh, Our old friend Kristen Bitsagai says, boy, she's got a good routine here. Dress in all the layers. Get the handmade quilt my aunt sewed for me when I graduated high school. Very specific. So first of all, Kristen, you're going to have to send that to me, which is uh, stat. Uh, Prepare to cocoon um, with the knowledge that layers may require removal. Uh, I usually want a rotation of Sprite. Uh, I don't drink it. Water, I do drink it. Gatorade, don't drink it. And hot tea, I do drink it. Food is either tomato soup and grilled cheese. Ooh, Mm -hmm. Mm that classic combo. Mm -hmm. Or Thai or Mexican uh, delivery if I'm stuffy. 
And the movie is always a rom-com, usually when Harry met Sally, Pretty Woman, or The Princess Bride. Man, very specific. Very specific. Uh, we're going to go back to our old pal Louis Silva. He says, I watch Best in Show, I take a hot shower, I turn the AC up and get under multiple blankets, and then watch uh, one of the best mockumentaries ever. It's a really good one. Where's yeah. my busy bee? Where's his busy bee? So Emily's sick too. Ah. And um, that busy bee scene is so great. So great. Because <laughs> he finds he the- He uh, busy bee. He, well, he found like a parrot and he's like, I think the colors may be what he's responding yeah, exactly. to. He's like, it's not a fucking bee. <laughs> She's so awesome She's in so that. great with the braces. We met at Starbucks. Starbucks. Not the same Starbucks, no. but with Starbucks across the street he from one another. the L.L. Bean catalog. <laughs> uh. Oh, God. Um. So Emily's sick, but we are on slightly different schedules. So last night, I am burning up with a fever. She's freezing cold. So we, we, you know, we basically have to put ourselves in different parts of the house. Then I wake up, or she wakes up in the middle of the night. She's burning up, and I have chills. What do you do, Noel? You just get divorced right there. I think that's, that's the only way, Chuck. That's the only <laughs> way for you guys to get on the mend. Uh, our oldest of friends, Zach Pointer, uh, says, pop in the Princess Bride or the never-ending story. Get some ginger ale, some chicken noodle soup. Pretty classic. Princess Bride is coming up a lot. It's a comfort movie. Yeah? Yeah. I'll tell you what I do is uh, I like to binge shows that I consider comfort shows like The Office or Parks and Rec. Yeah. Those shows make me feel good. I really also like King of the Hill. King of the Hill is another comfort show for me. Oh, really? And lately I've been really enjoying Veep. Uh, that sort yeah. of hits the same comfort triggers for me. King Even though Hill. it's a bit of an aggressive show, uh, it's still so funny. It makes me feel good. Yeah, I think if I'm the wrong kind of sick, I couldn't even keep up with Veep. You got to be sharp mm-hmm. to watch that show. The Office, though, because I've seen it a million times. It's like old So friends. I don't even have to pay attention. I'm just like surrounded by my, my pals. Yeah, there's Pam. There's uh-huh. Jim. There's Jim. There's Oscar. There's Dwight. Yeah, I don't like Dwight. I love Dwight. <laughs> He's the best. That was a great character. And Andy. Ugh. Andy Bernard, uh, Bernard Dog. Oh man, tuna! That's so funny. <laughs> do, 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 do. He's so great. He's so fantastic. You know he's from Atlanta at Helms. Mm-hmm. He's an Atlanta guy. He's around a lot. He shoots a lot of stuff here. Do, do, do. Yeah. Um. All right. Let me see here. Linnea Barnett. Don't think I've heard from you before. Welcome to the show. When I'm sick, I hunker down with uh, my dog in bed. Great advice. T. Kleenex, medicine, all the essentials. I don't have a specific sick day movie. I usually watch a combo of Disney and Batman movies throughout the day as I drift in and out. That sounds so nice. If I'm really sick, I'll just put on a Star Trek series and sleep most of the day. But the dog is essential. I agree. Yeah, Star Trek is like video sedatives. Never Um, seen it. It's just so slow and like calming kind Uh of. Even the fight scenes are... Super languid. I don't know. I, th- I think it's great, but it is very calming. I would, right. I would agree with that. Uh, Melanie Kaufman, uh, I believe she's an old friend, says the main reason behind the comfort movie is that I can drift off to sleep during any part of it, wake up and not feel like I need to rewind for sure. And she says this is why I end up usually going with a comfort TV show uh, because, you know, they'll play the next one automatically. And she says I can just drift in and out for hours and not wake up to credits rolling. That's a great idea. Um, Max Phonum says, one hot toddy with a lot of booze. Oh, I like where we're headed here already. Uh, number two, Tylenol and ibuprofen. Uh, number three, 
You shouldn't take ibuprofen when you drink, by the way, Mark. And number three, Dark Room with Blankets. And number four, Empire Strikes Back. Boy, these all sound pretty good. Uh, our old pal Becca Lou says, comfy clothes, honey, chamomile, and vanilla tea. Bring my bed pillows to the couch. That's a great move. Mm-hmm. Couch yep. pillows won't do. No. They're too rough. Too rough. Um, well, of course, we have our famous sandpaper pillows in our house, though. Mm-hmm. Same as you, I, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I just... 80, uh, 80 grit? <laughs> no, actually, I, well, I've got a combination. What I do is I take the sandpaper pillows and make them as like a foundation and then put the soft pillows on top of those. Yeah, I'll do that. Because the sandpaper pillows also are more substantial. They offer a little, a little more support, a little more neck support. That's true. <laughs> and then Becca Lou finishes by saying, uh, I binge the entire Harry Potter series. So that's where you lose me, Becca Lou. You know, people think we're really going to do a Harry Potter series. We're not? I don't know. Come on, Chuck. Really? I promise. We said it out loud. All right. I want to do it. I'll consider it. Did you know that the first computer bug was an actual moth? Did you know that x-rays were used as entertainment at kids' birthday parties? I'm Marin. I'm Greg. And for our new podcast, Surprisingly Brilliant, we've been collecting some of the most shocking, inspiring, and downright bizarre stories from science history. From space mysteries to stolen dinosaurs, you'll find it in Surprisingly Brilliant from Seeker. Season 1 launches March 26th. Go subscribe now so you don't miss it, and listen to Surprisingly Brilliant on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm going to read our old friend uh, Kristen Glenn Kister because she is the first person to offer condolences to me. Sorry you're sick, old pal. So how about that? And she says, move the pillows from the bed, of course. My favorite blankie to the couch. I love that she calls it a blankie. And get Werner's ginger ale, Keebler townhouse crackers for snacking, Load up on Sudafed, Hall's Honey Lemon Cough Drops. Put on a long, long movie or trilogy that I know really well, like Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Pride and Prejudice, uh, the six-hour Colin Firth, Jennifer L. version. Bust out the hot toddy and hunker down. Wow. That's pretty good. Hot toddy. Is that like an apple cider kind of hot liquor drink? No, no, no. Hot toddy is... uh, Honey? Honey, uh, hot water, and whiskey. Lemon? And lemon. There we go. And it's surprisingly effective. That sounds good. Because I, I don't know. I'm not sure the science behind the whiskey. It may just be, you know, it's whiskey. Whiskey science. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes you feel good. Uh, our old pal Jeff Noel says, when I'm really sick, all I want to do is sleep. So I down a couple of shots of brandy. Whoa, Jeff. That's a power move. To get that warm, I don't drink brandy. I should give that a try. You ever had brandy? Uh, not really. It always that, and when I was young, and I didn't know much about drinking, brandy and scotch were the two like most adult. Of course, martinis, but really brandy and scotch—the two most adult drinks that I could imagine ever having. And now I drink scotch, but I've still yeah. never had brandy. Do you like the PT scotch? The kind of smoky. Uh... Oh, you know, Noel, I'm a bit of a a wimp when it comes to scotch. I like a blend. A blend. Um, And if you throw a hardcore, single malt, Mm 24-year-old peaty mess at me, peaty smoky thing, Mm -hmm. I will have it Mm -hmm. and appreciate it for what it is, but it's it's not in my bag, really. It's not your go-to. No, it's a lot. It is a lot. I enjoy it, though, if I'm going to, like, really go hard and, and, like, enjoy something fancy. I do appreciate the intricacies of the, of the flavor yeah. profile. A nice, like, $18 glass of scotch. Mm-hmm. You know what else is really good is Japanese whiskey. 
Oh, yeah. Like Suntory or like the more, you know, because there's a whole crazy uh, spread of different different ones and different flavors. I had one that was a coffee-based one that was brewed like brewed. Me too. Nika? Really? Yes. N-I-K-K-A? Yes. Yes. Wasn't it good? It is delicious. It's so good. It is really good. I had really it at good. a hotel bar a couple weeks ago. It was fantastic. Yeah, my friend Robert in uh, Boston turned me on to that, my old pal from high school. And then also over the years, Noel, uh, Josh's lovely wife, Yumi, has gifted me Japanese whiskey a couple of times. It's good stuff. It's very kind. Yumi's great. Um, so Jeff Noel just wants to sleep. He takes his brandy to get that warm feeling in his belly and core, bundles up in bed, puts on one of these several three-hour movies that I've seen at least 50 times, like The Great Escaper Around the World in 80 Days, and typically I'm out before the end of the opening credits. Wow. There's something about having that on in the background that's better than silence, you know? It's weird. Totally. Like I said, it's being. it's like being, it's a comfort thing. It's like a visual blanket. <laughs> uh, Bevan Woodacre says, big chair, not even the couch or bed. The big fat chair, uh, all the blankets, ginger ale, and the longest movies I can get my hands on. Now, do you have an ottoman? Is it a lazy boy? Like, how, how much reclining are we talking about? I don't know. Do it's probably, right? uh, you know, like we just got a chair and a half, which is one of my favorite things. A chair and a half? Yeah, that's uh, AKA a fat chair. It's like it's wide. Oh, okay. It's short of a love seat, bigger than a chair. It's like that uh, Tears for Fears album, "Songs from the Chair and a Half." <laughs> but um, it's. I'm just sick enough to think that was funny. I'm so glad, Chuck. <laughs> My dad jokes are finally landing on you. Yeah, in your debilitated state. I'm officially getting a little loopy here. Um, yeah, chair and a half. It's really great. It's, so it's the kind of thing that you can. What I do, my move is I, I lay sideways in the chair and a half and drape my feet over the arm. Very comfortable. Oh, that's nice. But I do that on the sustain- couch. It's not sustainable, though. No, no. But it's nice for a minute. It is. Uh, our old pal, Vanessa Lopez, um, also says, feel better, Chuckers. Uh, I make sure I'm armed with comfort, lots of tea and tissues, plenty of lemon, ginger, and honey for my tea. Ooh, I just bought a huge head of ginger. I'm going to juice that when I get home. A head of ginger? Or a root of ginger. I like a head of ginger, though. <laughs> I think I said that because it kind of looks like a head. It's so large. Uh, chicken noodle or pho. Oh, man, pho is so great. Pho, dude. Sick. That's what you need. You're totally right. Go to Lee's Bakery. Pick you up some pho to go. <laughs> Noel, you've never been funnier. <laughs> I'm so glad. Oh, my God. You're going to start uh, lacing my waters with uh, mm-hmm. with cold medicine. <laughs> well, no, with sickness. Ah, yes. Um, chicken noodle or pho and um, slippers, blankie. Joe versus volcano. Oh, I'm so down with that. And then pretty much just lay on the couch and moan pathetically and demand sympathy from my dog, Peyton. I'm very dramatic. I'm a pretty bad sick person, Noel. Mm. Oh, dude. What do they call it? The man flu? Yeah. Man, well, you know, just dudes are notorious for being big old babies. Whiny babies. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I love everything about my wife except for the fact that she is – not the best sick caretaker. Her mother was not the best sick caretaker. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of a thing where she's just sort of like, she'll, you know, she knows I need it. So she's such a great wife that she will give me as much as she can muster. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's a threshold there, Chuck. I grew up with like, you know, the mom that's just like, oh, my poor Let me baby. Give you tuck ins. Cold tuck in me. and cold compress yes. and all that. So that's good. It, for you. it didn't do me any that's favors. Good for you, Chuck. That's funny. But it's we're both very sympathetic when Ruby gets sick, which is not much. Uh, let's finish up with a couple of more here. Noel, Lily, and Rolf, our old friend, says bed on the couch, bed on the couch. 
That, wow. That must mean the blankies and the pillow. It means you make the couch up like a bed, right? Yeah, but I really like that phrase. Bed on the couch. Yeah. It's a head scratcher at first. Once you wrap your head around it, you're like, aha, that makes yeah, perfect sense. I'm going to start saying that, Lillian. That's a, that's a great phrase. Uh, daytime TV game shows. Ginger ale, crackers, and hot tea. Wow. You know, it's funny. I had distinct memories of staying home from school sick and just watching what was ever on TVs before, like, streaming or even before I had DVDs. And a lot of times that would be stuff like The Price is Right. Oh, I used to watch a lot of game shows mm-hmm. in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's do one more, actually, uh, because this involves a shower. Lynn Bob says, first take a shower. And all I have to say, in my new finished house, we sprung for a steam shower in our bathroom. And this thing is no joke, dude. The house that we rented, never thought of a steam shower. Never, I'm not sure, I, I guess I knew there were steam showers. But the house that we rented while we were getting our house done uh, had a steam shower. And we were both like, whoa, game changer. Because Emily has uh, allergies and is a stuffy person. So she was like, dude, we have to get a steam shower. So let's just think about our budget and what we need to lose to make that happen. And um, this new steam shower that's from 2019 is a powerhouse. And it is I, – I just can't recommend it enough. If you're redoing your bathroom anytime soon and you have a little extra change to, to throw at a steam shower, do it, do it, do it. It's unbelievable. really opens you up. So uh, take a steam shower. Sit around in the sickness. Uh, and sickness goo just makes me feel worse. Yeah, I know, I know what you mean, Lynn. Like sometimes that shower is kind of what you need to feel a little better. Then she says, my bed pillow gets transferred to the couch. Such a great move. Uh, comfy blanket and the dog to cuddle with. Yes. And then I like some old silly rom-com, something from the 50s or early 60s, like uh, with Doris Day, RIP, or Tony Randall or Cary Grant. All right. I like these ideas, everyone. This is great. So uh, I appreciate you hanging in there with me and Noel for this special Friday edition Thanks for uh, understanding. No, me? you got any closing comments? Oh, I, th- I thought you were thanking me. No, for I'm not thanking you. Uh, well, then, no. <laughs> I have nothing to say to you, Chuck. No, a clo- uh, yeah, man, I hope you feel better. And um, I, I hope my arm eventually heals. Yeah, and your elbow. And, my, and I can lift it up properly. Don't forget about your elbow. I'm actually traveling today to go to New York for a bunch of meetings, and I'm kind of worried that I'm going to have to shake people's hand with my left hand. Oh. And that's going to be really awkward. Yeah. So I'm going to try to do some exercises on the plane to strengthen up my, <laughs> my elbow so I can not be a weird pariah in these meetings. Handshaking exercises. Mm-hmm. Just do a lot of, like, clutching. Just shake everyone's hand that you see. Everyone. That's not weird. It's super weird. I was in an airport not too long ago, and there was a kid uh, running through the airport trying to high-five everyone. Well, that's cute. I thought it was cute, and there were some people that were annoyed. It's different when you're a full-grown adult, though. Yeah, I agree. All right, thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Richard Blaze, and I'm a chef and restaurateur who has judged or competed on nearly every cooking show. And now I've found a way to judge on a podcast. On my new podcast, Food Court with Richard Blaze, amazing guests bring their food arguments to my court, and I settle them once and for all. You think ranch is better than blue cheese? 
prove it. You hate pineapple on pizza? Convince me. The first season of Food Court with Richard Blaze is up, and you can subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Teach Me Something New, a new podcast from iHeartRadio and Britain Co. I'm your host, Britt Morin. This show is about inspirational thinkers, scientists, artists, and CEOs, and the things they've learned that have transformed their lives. I'm tasking these world-class experts to teach me something new in less than an hour. Listen to Teach Me Something New on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.